Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination. So pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try distracted Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicles in operation compatible device and vehicle required. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live. Thanks for being with us. I'm Madeline Burke. He's Howard Cross. Madeline Burke at Madeline Burke at Howard Cross 87. The phone number is 201-939-4513 or find us on Twitter at hashtag Giants Chat. As a reminder, you can find the archive of this show and our entire podcast network on the Giants mobile app, podcast platforms everywhere, and Giants.com slash podcast. It's a Tuesday Newsday, Howard. Tuesday Newsday. Tuesday, I like that. Tuesday Newsday of week one of the NFL season. We are two sleeps away from the opening kickoff of the season. We are five sleeps away from Giants-Cowboys Sunday night football. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, unreasonably well. It makes me nervous I feel so good about this. Unreasonably well. Why unreasonably well? Well, you know, the way I look at things, and I'll be quite honest, uh, we seem to have a pretty good offensive line. We've we've been, you know, for years looking for that. The tackles are getting uh, – we have one Pro Bowl tackle, one guy that is healthy, so he'll be playing better. The center's got baptism by fire and J, JMS. JMS. Mm-hmm. John Michael Schmitz. And the Rookie two guards, the two guards will have a lot of help, kind of on both sides. So it kind of, kind of almost evens out. Uh, Saquon's back in the backfield. Mm-hmm. We got we got the freak of nature Waller at tight end. Yeah, and we got speed everywhere. Does and, it does it matter to you? Because I I try to tell people this all the time that when you look at the matchups, right? People are mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, the Cowboys have won the last four matchups. The Giants haven't beat. Dak Prescott since you know it's 2016. It, it, it I just, mean, it's laundry, right? Like, it's I, I don't, teams. I don't do, I don't do year to year. I do right. what the team looks like at the present. You know, what, the way it's constructed, and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. I realize it's a tough schedule. I realize a lot of, lot of good games, you know, per se are, are listed. But the, you know, Joe Shane has done an incredible job building the team, mm-hmm. and I'm like really like impressed by by what they have. I mean. With the, t- with the schedule the way it is, if everybody plays the way they should play, then, it, okay, it wouldn't be a great season. There's going to be a lot of better – there's going to be a bunch of better games this year, and I'm, I'm excited to watch. Yeah, I mean, the better games is going to be a different team. But, like, like we heard from Joe Shane and Brian Dable at their press conference the other day, 
it's like, yes, we do think that they, you know, have made some improvements. And you look at this team on paper, it's a different team. There are a lot of improvements on paper, but you're really not going to know until we see them play a game. Yeah, but again, I'm just excited. Like yeah. the, the two young corners coming in here, but uh, yeah. both rookies, uh, phenomenal. You know, Banks and Hawkins or Hawkins and Banks, whichever law firm you want it to be. It's Tay it, and Trey. <laughs> it's like it's. It's just, it's exciting. Yeah. And you, I'm watching all these guys, and I'm like, wow. So, these, like, you know, you watch guys from last year. I'm like, okay, this is, these guys know what they're doing. So, they're constructing a, a real team that's going to be competitive. And it's not like, I don't expect them to, quote, unquote, win the division every year or, or mm -hmm. anything. But they will be super competitive going forward. And you can see how quickly the team's growing from last year being stressed out about the salary cap to this year having had competition in their position everybody looked strong and i'm like okay well all right well it was great going i saw a lot more practices it was more interesting to see what was going on the entire time it's it was it's it's i'm expecting very competitive football from the giants all year long that's good because that's what you want right yeah. i mean we've heard this i mean you heard these guys yesterday talking about it schmelk says it all the time closing the talent gap right closing <laughs> the talent gap something yep. that you know joe shane addressed immediately saying that that's what they need to do in the division but mm -hmm. having competitive games week in and week out is part of that yeah competitive games yeah but again think about this like uh, when we talk about you know the, the talent gap it's it's getting closer mm -hmm. I, I you can literally see it now it's it's exciting to be around them and Every year, you think they're going to take another step. Another step doesn't mean, like, again, doesn't mean winning the division or anything. It just means, like, you can say, like, okay, these guys, you know, they, they are they're very close to being the one of the best teams, you know, not just in the division, but maybe in the NFC at one point. So this is going to be good. This is going to be a great run. Yeah, and they're going to be, you know, a lot of shifts, too. I mean, you talked about the rookie corners, Tay and Trey. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't heard yet, Deontay Banks, he goes by Tay, Tay Banks. <laughs> Uh, and Trey Hawkins on the outside, and then you've got a Dory Jackson in the slot. Mm -hmm. And you know, last season, you know, he was in the slot a little bit, mm -hmm. but not, you know, not in that nickel all the time. And now, um, you know, really expected to be going one on one with C.D. Lamb this week. Earlier this week, he was talking about um, how he remembered an incredible touchdown catch Lamb made on him last year, that one-handed catch. And I like the way that he addressed it. It was like, yeah, you know what? It was a great catch. You know, it was a it was a really impressive, nicely placed ball. You can, mm -hmm. you know, game recognize game, but you know what? You got to get back out there, nod your head, tip your hat, and just keep back lining it up. And the fact that like Adori remembers that play so specifically tells me he's he's locked in on not letting that happen again. <laughs> <laughs> well, like like yeah, I don't care what sport you do or whatever it is, the things that go wrong, you mm -hmm. seem to have them in great detail. When you do something really good, you're like. Yes, you know, that's part of it. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, every day. And then something goes wrong. You're like, man, I cannot believe that just happened. <laughs> Whoops. Exactly. Um, that's one of the matchups, though, I think that we are all eyeing, though. Mm -hmm. Adore Jackson, CeeDee Lamb, um, you know, Cowboys offense. They brought in Brandon Cooks. They've got a lot of changes there. The other mm -hmm. one, too, though, Saquon Barkley. We haven't seen him on the field yet this season. He didn't get any snaps in the preseason. Yep. Going against his teammate, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Uh, they were just out at Happy Valley last weekend. That's nice. For the Penn State game. And I'm sure, you know, it was all smiles and handshakes then but not so much sunday night football buddy buddy good to see you hey yeah. i'll see you soon <laughs> i'll see you soon i'll see you soon i'll be running right past y'all yeah. wave yeah and, um, and we haven't mentioned like tavon Thibodeau. we have yeah. sexy dexy uh mckinney in the back it's just leo it's, it's yeah. just it's just you know it's it's got a lot of guys we talked about this too this week on the Coach Dable show previewing this game. Mm -hmm. um, but when you talk about putting pressure on Dak Prescott, you know, that offensive line has been a point of pride for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Kayvon Thibodeau, Azizo Jalari, you know, Kayvon was talking about this earlier 
uh, this summer saying, you know what, Aziz and I just want to meet at the quarterback, you know, mm -hmm. not run into each other, but meet you at the quarterback. And Kayvon saying, you know, I want to put less pressure on myself to get to a certain sack number. I think last year he was kind of eyeing Aziz's rookie sack record and mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that and counting that now he's looking more at execution but in terms of pressure on the quarterback where do you feel like this team is at defensively i think it is it's greatly increased and i don't think people will realize it when you you got a carriquet in the middle that's going to like sure up a lot of things and free some more guys up to come come after the quarterback you got simmons coming off the edge that people you know we don't talk about him enough we don't yeah. we don't know who he is uh, as fans, but as a player, you know, as a, a person who's been watching him and understanding where he came from, this guy's a, a pr pretty, pretty efficient, not even efficient, scary pass rusher because he's got some. Yeah, he was a top 10 pick out of Clemson. But but think about this. Playing corner, playing safety, playing linebacker. Okay, mm -hmm. put your hand in the dirt and come off the edge. If he's that fast to cover guys, imagine what it would look like him coming after the quarterback. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be interesting. And I don't think people realize, I mean, I think teams are kind of looking at it and trying to, like, ah, you know, we'll figure it out. It's the Giants. They play a muddy game. They, they like to keep it close. It's not going to be the same kind of football this year. No, it's not going to be. And, I mean, that depth in the defensive room in they, they, general. I mean, I talked to some guys in there that said, I've never seen this much depth on the defensive line yeah. in this group. Think about it. Last year when, when, when Leo and Dex went out, you could see a big difference. Like, they'd run the ball right up the middle intentionally. Okay, yep. they're out. We can start running right at them. And now – you got like you got. I think you got two or three groups that are going to go in there that are like big bodies right. that aren't going to be giving up the run. Right, absolutely. And you know you're just acquiring Boogie Basham as well, on the mm -hmm. edge, and and uh, getting that pressure in there as well. Um, something we'll want to see. I know the phone lines are filling up right now. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. Oh, bold predictions. Oh yeah, we got to get our bold predictions in mm -hmm. here too, though. Do you want to get those first? No, no, go ahead. All right, first I want to get some reads out of the way because uh, make sure you go and subscribe to the Giants Huddle podcast. It features long-form interviews with Giants players, coaches, and front office staff past and present, plus hear from the best analysts covering Big Blue and the NFL. Search for Giants Huddle and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms or go to Giants.com slash podcast. And don't forget, if you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a five-star positive review for all of our Giants podcasts. Plus, run or walk with Giants legends, the Giants Foundation will host a 5K race and kids run presented by Quest on Sunday, October 8th at 9 a.m. at MetLife Stadium. Net proceeds will benefit the Giants Foundation. All participants will receive a commemorative T-shirt after the race. Stay for a post-race festival with appearances by Giants legends and a live DJ. Register now at Giants.com slash 5K. Uh, yeah, before we get to the calls, Howard, I need to know your bold prediction for the 2023 Giants season. <laughs> bold prediction. <laughs> Let's get bold. Not italic, not underlined, not Helvetica. Bold. We want bold times New Roman. <laughs> bold, bold prediction. I will say that the Giants will have 40 sacks this year. Okay. Is that bold? Well, I mean, the Eagles had 70 last year. Okay. How many do we have? Like 25? Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> 30. I'm going to pull it up right now. Oops. And of course, let's see. Giants, Sacks, Pearson, you know, off the top of your head, producer. Everybody's Pearson. looking, everybody's looking. Uh forty one. So they had forty one last year. Okay, so forty would be no, less than no, last year. I thought that was, I was Howard's bold prediction. They're no, gonna be one no, sack less no. than last year. They're gonna they're gonna have fifty nine sacks. Okay. I would say sixty, but that's twenty more. Yeah, I mean that's actually nineteen more than last year because okay, it was forty one. Can I go sixty one? 
Is that better? 61, 61 sacks. We're going to have 61. 61 sacks. That's a lot, man. Uh, I ain't never, I should never say that out loud. That's I terrible. mean, it, it has to be bold. I said, it can't be italic. It had to be a bold prediction. Okay, okay, okay. How about this? Forget that. Okay. I, don't like, I don't like that one at all. Control, alt, delete. We're undoing that one. Saquon Barkley. Okay. We'll have total offense 2,900 yards. Saquon Barkley total offense twenty nine hundred. I, 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 I gotta be yards. over on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, is it twelve hundred running? Uh, because last season, last season Saquon had thirteen hundred rushing yards, one thousand three hundred twelve yards. Uh -oh. He had three hundred thirty eight receiving yards. Okay, that's a lot, Dan. So he had about like fifty. Wait, what, how does the math work? Thirteen, sixteen, seventeen, fifty. That's too much, Jim. Okay. That's, so twenty nine hundred is a I, whole twelve hundred more than I, I, I remember two thousand yards. You have two thousand. Okay. Two thousand fifty. <laughs> Howard Cross. Well, well, Howard Cross carried the two. Does some math over here. <laughs> I don't know how many yards yet. Forty sacks to three thousand yards from Saquon. I mean, these are some bold predictions. What was the final one? Two two thousand what? Two thousand fifty. Rushing or, or total? Total. 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 Okay. 2050. He's going to have more than that, but that's that's just something. He's going to have more than that. He really will. Okay, wait. I, think I need so. to pull out the calculator because I can't do math in my mind right that's now. Like, that's like, but it's like 300 more yards. Yeah, last year he had 1650. So you're giving him yards. 2000. So 400 yards more mm -hmm. total offense. Total offense for Saquon Barkley. That's reasonable. That's bold. Last year was a career year for him, and you're giving him 400 more yards than a career year. I mean, I'm here for it. I am I am supporting I'm, this so, wholeheartedly, so, so, so Howard I'll, Cross. I'll explain to you why. Okay. It's very simple. All right. Receivers run routes. And yes. When they take off, everybody's got to cover them. It's not going to be like it used to be where uh -huh. you can just like rush the quarterback, and when Saquon is stepping out on the edge and they throw the ball to him, there's not going to be anybody there. There you go. If he fakes a block and just leaks out and they dump it to him. Wide open it's spaces. Gonna, it's going to be like some poor defensive Thanks back that's going to be looking at him going, faces. I got to tackle him. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. He's going to get a lot more yards. The, I like it. Yeah, and the rushing yards are going to be greater because you can't stack the box with 10 or 12 guys. Mm -hmm. he's, he should have an extra 300 yards, 400 yards, yes. Um, I'm here for it. Uh, well, my bold prediction not nearly as bold or all over the board as your I, <laughs> options have been. I had to get some numbers down. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, 40, 70, 3,000 total yards. I mean, hey, listen, I, I, abhor, I, I, went, I fanned out for a minute. I yeah, support a and appreciate the confidence. Mm. Um, my bold prediction is that Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari will combine for 20 or more sacks. That is a very bold prediction. Combine for okay. twenty or more sacks, right. so it could be ten and ten, could be twelve and eight. Um, you know, Kayvon last year had four. Aziz, uh, he uh, was injured and missed some time as mm -hmm. well last season. Okay, um, and he had five and a half sacks last year. So last year they combined for nine and a half. Uh, so you're going to give him an extra eleven. But Aziz played just seven games mm -hmm. because of injury. Kayvon played fourteen games mm -hmm. because of injury. So I think they're going to be healthy, mm -hmm. and I think they're going to meet at the quarterback and combine for twenty sacks. Okay, Kayvon and Aziz. That's my bold prediction. We want your bold predictions too. So we're heading to the callers right now. Two zero one nine three nine. 
888-789-4513. Hit us with your bold predictions, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, all of it. Madeline Burke and Howard Cross here on Big Blue Kickoff Live. And we start, of course, with Tom from Stratford, who's been holding the longest. Hello, Tom. How's it going? Hi, Madeline. It's always nice to see you on TV and to hear your voice. Thank you. Aww. Hi, Howard. <laughs> and Howard's and, here, too. And Howard's here, too. <laughs> I'm not forgetting you, Howard. Don't no, worry. it's fine. It's fine. My uh, bold prediction, I think I gave it to you last week, Danny Jones going to the Pro Bowl. I like I that one. I think he's going to have a combined uh, 30 touchdowns between throwing and running. And I don't see him throwing more than eight interceptions. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just also want to remind everyone before uh, people start calling up from all over the country bashing Evan Neal. He's 22 years old. Okay? <laughs> just remember, he's 22 years old. And um, I, I, I'm confident in his work ethic. And that I think he'll take a, a tremendous leap forward this year. I'm very confident of that. And that's all I got. I know you got a lot of callers online. So thank you for taking my call. Appreciate it, Tom. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the bold prediction. And appreciate the vote of confidence for Evan Neal. You know, I mean, sometimes it's nice to have somebody call mm-hmm. in and just say, hey, listen, I've been hearing this guy catching a lot of flack. I just want to be the one person to give him a little vote of confidence in there. So 30 touchdowns combined. 30 touchdowns combined. All right, so last season, Daniel Jones had 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. He said no more than eight interceptions, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciate that. Um, 30 touchdowns combined. 30 touchdowns combined. If That's... Waller had three. No. Let's Wait, see. Waller, get, you're giving I'm, Waller I'm, three touchdowns? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying, I'm trying to give her, because it's going to be a lot of people scoring, catching the ball. Okay, right, so let's but say in Waller a 17-game season? If he has eight, let's give him eight. Okay. 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 Um, Hyde has four. Okay. Long passes. Uh, We're at 12 now. Paris has, he's going to have a lot too. I'm, I I don't know. Yeah. That's, well, why, that's, then, why, that's why I said Waller like four, maybe five. But then also you got Saquon, does he run it in? Does Daniel Jones run the ball in? Um, no, we're talking to you. That's the no, problem. but that's what you said combined. Yeah, so he had 22 total last year. He had 22 total last oh, year, and so he's, he's going for 30 okay. total. He could do But that. he had 15 passing touchdowns last year. Um, you're over here with Pepsi going on. <laughs> Pepsi's wearing me out over here. <laughs> for, for, uh, for the people that are listening or watching on video, saying, What is going on over here? Um, but yeah, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's that, not, that. That's a good prediction. That's a good prediction. I'm so here for not, that. It's like totally. It's kind of like my prediction. So he. See, no. Well, which well, one of your predictions? See, what he did was he actually looked at the numbers before he said something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, this is he okay." Goes, goes, I got how. Here's a starting point, <laughs> and here's how we build off of yeah. it. All right. Well, he did we'll good. see. I like that. I he like did it. good. We appreciate the call, Tom. Giants fans, take your fandom to the next level with a season ticket membership. Stay connected to the club all year round, not just on game. Game days memberships are now available for the 2023 season to learn more about all the exclusive member benefits visit giants.com slash tickets limited inventory is available but make sure also the 2023 nfl schedule is officially out and single game tickets are on sale now don't miss the giants at metlife stadium this season visit giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat mm. giants cowboys sunday night football right here 
uh, at MetLife Stadium, right across the street from where we are, mm-hmm. as we send it back to the phones, 201-939-4513. Holding now on line two. Wait, oops, here we go. I just moved a little <laughs> I moved a little thing, and now I can't find There we go. Line two, Mike in Manhattan is holding. What's up, Mike? What's happening, Mike? Hi, guys. This is my second time ever calling in, and both times the caller before me talks about exactly what I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, no. But I guess a little more to that. I mean, is there anything that you've seen in person with Evan Neal, whether preseason or in practice, that gives you hope or makes you think that he has improved other than, you know, being right next right next to Andrew Thomas all day, every day? Yeah, you know, he, he, it, the biggest thing is his health. But, you know, last year he got hurt, like, I think six or seven games into the season. Then he set out, and then he tried to come back and play on one leg. And it is what it is. Like, you know, that's what happened to Andrew Thomas his first couple of years. He was playing on a bad ankle until he had that ankle fixed. Uh, he looks like a totally different person. So, like, I'm just hoping that, that he's healthy enough. I don't know if he had surgery or not. I don't, you know, ask any questions about what guys are doing to their bodies or whatever in the offseason. But if he's healthy, he's going to grow tremendously from the first year to the second year. If he's not healthy and he tweaks it, then you'll see it early on. Yeah. So it's just that's just part of the part of the deal with with uh, big guys and their lower lower bodies. Yeah, I mean, and you know, talking to Evan Neal coming out of college, I mean, the durability was the biggest thing for him. He said last year was the first year he'd really played through a significant injury like that. And so it's shocking. The first shocking. the first time you the, hurt something and you pull, and you're trying to work your way through it. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can do it. And they're like, oh, well, maybe you should take a little bit of a rest. I think I'm okay. Right. Then they watch you like, now? He goes, okay, I'm not okay. Right. Well, when, when am I okay? Because <laughs> that's that's the thing, too. Like, learning learning Learn. the NFL, mm-hmm. um, not just the game, not just the routine, but also what it takes and what your body is going to feel like week in and week out and knowing where, where the limit is. I mean, I yeah. remember when I had to go through physical therapy, they're like, okay, you have to push right up against the pain, but don't go to the pain. <laughs> and finding that point of, like, coming back from an injury, it's like, okay, I think, I think this is right up against it i think i'm okay here i don't know and that's a you know that's a big thing too especially when you're a rookie coming into this league trying to earn your spot not only you know in in, in this league and, and earn that respect of your teammates but you're like i can do this i can do this tough it out now that evan neal is feeling mm-hmm. healthy feeling ready to go i think that we're going to see a little bit of different version yeah, it's kind of like watching thibodeau from the first part of the season right until because he was coming off that injury in preseason and then four or five games in he was trying to protect himself from injury again and all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's like wait a minute maybe i can i can try this and then he saw Ojolari burrow off the corner he goes like i can try this let's see if i can do this and, and it just looked different yeah when you when you start to feel healthier you do a lot more you you can do it more. He's, he's lower in the stance he's moving well with his feet so you know i'm feeling very confident in him, but again the, the way they practice these days, and this is not the Giants, it's the league. They they do everything they can to protect the players to make sure they can be on the field at all yeah. times, and it just it hopefully it works. I, I think that like regular games are taxing on the body. Right, right, Mike. So, thanks so much for the call. You. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's so true. Regular games taxing on the body, and the consistency, and the you know, especially with the schedule too. You look at it. Yeah. First, you got what three games in the first eleven days of mm-hmm. the season? Um, Kevin in West Palm Beach holding on line three. Kevin, what's happening? Welcome to BBK. Hi, Madeline. Hi, Howard. Hi. Um, yeah, so <laughs> somebody already kind of stole my bull prediction about Danny taking the uh, Pro Bowl here. But um, one other bull prediction I would give is I think Jalen Hyatt's actually going to make a run at Rookie of the Year. Um, oh, wow. I, I really, I really have been seeing not just maturity in his you know, interviews that he's been getting conducted and, um, you know, his, his practice on the field and his couple of performances in exhibition. But, like, 
just in general, I'm just getting these OBJ, maybe OBJ light vibes, but still OBJ vibes from just everything he's bringing to the team. And I think is it, it because he changed his number to 13? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, <laughs> it definitely helps matters for sure. <laughs> um, but I, on top of that, um, I did have a question for you both because I've been doing a lot of debating and thinking with friends and family about what this season means. And everybody right now is really just kind of souring on the Giants. Like, I've been watching NFL Network. Everybody's saying seven wins seems like a stretch for them. The schedule's so difficult. And namely, I've been really looking at these first six games. I know we're playing Dallas, but then there's the short week between the Cardinals and the 49ers. And then after that, obviously, we've got Seahawks, Bills, and uh, Dolphins. What do you think, realistically, in those first six games, do we have to come out with record-wise to really stay in contention for the division um, You know, moving forward? Do you think it's Four and two, three and three. I've even heard some people say as long as we're two and four, I think we'll still be on a good path given the rest of the season. Just uh, curious, and I'll, I'll take the call off the line. Thanks so much for the call. Like, how many games do you have to win? Like that's six games. Uh, you play one division team, right? Yeah. And, and then you play the you basically play the AFC East. This one. But I, but again, you know, I mean, Joe Shane talked about this too. It's like yes, division wins are more important mathematically. You want to win the division. You want mm-hmm. to win divisional opponents. But last season, the Giants won one game within the division, mm-hmm. and they went into the playoffs. So well, okay. yes, they matter. Yes, they're important. Yes, they hold more weight. But is it possible? You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like you want to just guffaw these other games. You well, know? It, the way I look I at it, if, if, they, if they could if they could figure out a way to, to okay, Arizona, they should win uh, because I think Arizona had a yard sale, and I don't think they have anybody there playing anymore. But yeah, they got the can, Toon Squad at cornerback. Yeah, so then you then um, I don't Seattle might be great, and they might be average. You know, it's the second year. Uh, coming off Seattle. Um, well, Seattle too. You got, I mean, Gino, comeback player of the year last yeah. year, and that's another that's another Monday night football game. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, San Francisco. I'm assuming Brock Purdy's all ready to go, so that that'll be an interesting game. And it, it depends if they get both in camp or not. Right. Well, so I, I think he should be there, but if he's there, is he the Bosa that he's supposed to be, or because game shape is different than being in shape? Exactly. So, so he, can he get in shape in the next three weeks? Let's say no. And he has to take a little break. So that, those are your opportunities. The Miami and Buffalo game, that's too far ahead. I, I just mm-hmm. I just think if they come out of it three and three, I think they're way ahead. Yeah. If they come out of it, you know, four and two, they're they're legendarily ahead. But, <laughs> you know, that, it's a tough schedule. And, it's a very, yeah. And it's not just tough. It's like Sunday night of – then you got the Cardinals in Monday night. Then it's like, okay. Yeah, you got four of the first six mm-hmm. games in prime time. You yeah. open up on Sunday night with Cowboys. Then you go to the West Coast. You're at the Cardinals, which, as you mentioned, Howard, you know, they had a bit of a fire sale. They mm-hmm. even, you know, waved Colt McCoy. They got a rookie starting at quarterback. They got, you know, Kyler Murray and his crop top probably on pup all season. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know the picture. You know the picture. Everyone on the so internet knows bad. the picture. <laughs> um, but if they come out of those first three games, two and one, you know, if they win, you know, if they win against the Cardinals and one of those games between the Niners and the Cowboys, I feel like you feel good about that. Mm-hmm. It's tough coming off of that Cardinals game, though, because you're going to stay on the West Coast mm-hmm. on a short week and then go to San Francisco. So mm-hmm. as 
an athlete who's used to rhythm and routine and, and consistency, you're not in your normal training room, you're not in your normal habit, you're not eating at home, you're eating, you know, on the road, well, all these little things that are throwing you out. No, that's why Dave Ball's been having really weird practice schedules. Exactly. He says that we run, we, we're not going to do anything routine because we won't have a routine to after the third or fourth game. Yeah. So like, that's pretty crazy. And this is the kind of Jedi mind tricks that these coaches think mm-hmm. about, which is what makes them good coaches, right? We, because we it's hope. like, yeah. we, we hope, right? You want to be prepared for the lack of c- consistency, the lack yeah. of schedule regularity, because mm-hmm. they're going to have a lot of it. And so then, you know, you got Thursday night and week three, and then you come back and you've got a Monday night at home, and then you're back on the road in, in Miami, mm-hmm. uh, and then you're back on a Sunday night at the Bills. That's crazy. And so, again, I mean, I think Kevin made a great point. Uh, just the fact that the whole schedule is so disjointed. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, so you got four of the first six on primetime, seven of the first 10 on the road. Yep. It's on going, the move like the Leafs. It's going to be crazy. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I still think they're going to gonna do well. I just don't know what the prediction should be. I, don't, I, I can't predict schedules because it's too tough. I know. And especially, too, I mean, we look at the schedule now at this point in the year. And you think, okay, we are judging what this weight of this matchup is mostly based on what we saw from that team last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are some teams like the Cardinals, for example, we're judging it based on recent news out of Arizona. But, you know, the 49ers, we're judging that 49ers team based on what the 49ers looked like last year. We're judging yeah. this Seahawks game based on what the Seahawks looked like last year. And last year, we saw how wrong that can be sometimes with that Titans game. You know, That's true. Titans were coming in the number one seed in the AFC. They were not that same team last year. So not all of these teams, as we perceive them now, are going to be how they are when we match up against them, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, good. Sometimes I say words and I'm like, does that, does that translate from you know here to there? <laughs> it, it, it made it. It made it. All right. We made it. We did it. Uh, 201-939-4513. Heading back to the phone lines and thrilled and honored to me- welcome into the show oh, on Big Blue Kickoff Live, joining Howard Cross and Madeline Burkett's Charlie from Maine. Hey, Madeline. Hey, hey Charlie. Charlie. How you doing? I've got Madeline. You amaze me. You what? are so talented. Now you can even sing. I, I can't believe it. <laughs> That's so. <funny. laughs> you know, I just got to keep them guessing, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Look, the best teams adapt and adopt. If you can't adapt and adopt, then you're you're not going to win in the NFL. You can't be so you can't be so rigid that you have to eat your lunch at exactly 12.01, even if you're not hungry, and you've got to practice at exactly 1.31, or it destroys your whole rhythm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You have to adapt and adopt. Okay. Go ahead, Howard. Tell That's me about point. it. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't have much to tell you on that. I mean, I, I just think that yeah. you, know, you can say the best teams could have to adapt and adopt, but what happens is, is that, like every sport, Guys get into rhythms and and schedules, and guys are quote unquote uh, creatures of habit and they're superstitious and everything else. So you can say what you want to, trying to break their habits up as much as possible is all you can do. Like, uh, and it doesn't happen. Everybody can't do it. Like uh, a great, yeah, well, a, a great, a great example would be Kirk Cousins. Uh, during the day, if the if the sun yeah. if the sun's up, yeah. he's the most dangerous person in the well, world. At night, he, he, he's a reverse vampire. He goes back. He he's goes a vampire. I was going to yeah. say he's a vampire. <laughs> but it's like but it's just certain players can do it. Certain players can't. Yeah. 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 But the best teams are able to do that, right. you know. But anyway, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give my prediction. All right, okay. let's hear it. And you're probably not gonna like them, but <laughs> I, I 
you know, all these guys we brought in, they've all been injured. I don't think Wall is going to last 17 games. He'll be lucky if he plays 10. Mm. Paris Hilton will be lucky if he plays 8. Daniel Jones has been injured three out of the last four years. He's due to miss some games this year. He might miss three or four or five games this year. That is not uh, nice. So, <laughs> well, I told you you wouldn't like it, Howard, but it's reality. That is the example, right? Charlie, I'm uh, over here touching wood just listening to you. Like, knock on wood, let's hope this doesn't happen. Charlie, you're, not- you're like manifesting this team into the infirmary right now. What's going on? And OZs has never been able to stay on the field. So, I mean, we have all these if, 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 if. It's, it's ridiculous. There's too many ifs. But anyway, I say our record is going to be either 6 and 11 or 7 and 10. And the reason I say possibly 7 and 10, the last game of the year is against Philadelphia. And if Philadelphia's got nothing to play for, we might win that game. And that would give us seven wins. So that's my prediction on the uh, win total. Okay. Wow. All right. right. Six or seven, but only based on that Philly game. Yeah, we got to put that right. asterisk exactly. in there, Pearson. Make sure. So, right. so you know why? Right. You know why I don't make predictions? Because um, last because year, because you don't know how to do math, that, and you true, think true. what's the difference between <laughs> forty-one and sixty-one? Because, because Green Bay was supposed to be great last year. Yep. And they barely got through the year. Yeah. Tennessee was supposed to be great last year, yeah. and they had a horrible year. You never know what yep. teams are going to be from year to year or what players are going to be from year to year. So you're just trying to, like, you know, if you're making guess and assumptions on what they were the year before, now you see, I just watched college games this weekend where the team that was in the national championship game lost to a team that had one win over two seasons. Duke beat Clemson last Duke night. Beat Clemson Duke down. Duke <laughs> beat number nine Clemson. See, Charlie, how you try Charlie, Charlie, see how you spin it? <laughs> And, and they might beat themselves, but they Duke, did. Got, Duke gets the W. Yeah, Duke gets <laughs> yeah, the W. I know, indeed. I know, I know. Yeah, so like, it, like you <laughs> can't, right. you can't. Charlie, like thanks so thanks much for the call. Uh, yeah, like such when, a treat. Yeah, when you try to go on predictions of the year before, yeah. of what's happening from the year before, it's impossible because you don't know. Like Kansas City tonight could, I mean, on Thursday night could lose to Detroit if they don't have their big, massive, all everything defensive. Yeah. tackle in whatever other position they put him in in the middle of the field right their defense is below average anything is possible if you were to come into this season like college football you just mentioned mm-hmm. and you were to say okay by the way week one colorado is going to knock off tcu okay after yeah. getting rid of their entire after team. getting rid of their entire team <laughs> yes tcu doesn't have max duggan and several players yeah. as well but okay fine uh florida state's going to beat lsu Duke is going to get their first win against an AP top 10 team in 34 years. 34 Clemson's years. first loss to Duke since 2004. That was like you 20 years born. ago. I was absolutely born. <laughs> I was I was out of I was just a, just keep just Okay, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> stop, stop. Stop. I am so youthful to the viewers out there. Y'all have no She's about idea. about to tell us what she was doing in 2004. <laughs> yeah, like, yep, yep, we don't want to know. I don't know. Young lady over here, not that young. Yep. Um <laughs> But no, that's so true. I mean, and so that's why week one especially, yeah. it'll tell us some things, but it's not going to tell us everything. No, it's, it's um, going to be a lot. I just think that, man, you know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. Man. That's, <laughs> that's all I can say. Howard Cross's bold prediction. Man. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll wow. see about it. We'll know about it soon enough. Uh, the Giants official connected TV streaming app, Giants TV, brings original video content and game highlights on demand 
and direct Big Loop fans, Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV, and also on the Giants mobile app. What are you looking for? I don't know. Just, uh, just felt like you'd look around while I'm doing the read. I'm like, it's like yeah. Howard checking out every corner of the room. Oh, look, there's a ceiling. There's I a am, I'm like, okay. So I said, there's something on my phone that's written here. And I'm like, oh, interesting. So I wonder what else is around that I haven't noticed oh, look, before. a bird. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the callers, shall we? So distracted. Len really. in Maryland on line two. <laughs> Len, thanks for calling BBK. You've got man? Howard and Madeline. Yeah, yeah. Good to talk to both of you. Good to talk to both of you. And always a tough act to follow. Why do I always have to follow Charlie? I think it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. You guys must plan this. You guys must plan oh, this. Yeah, long yeah, batches. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Madeline. Next time you got to flip me with, with, with uh, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie from Portland, mate. Hey, Howard, quick question. Yes. Wait, was that Roman Oben's son who got yes. attacked last night for Yes, Duke? it was. Roman oh, Oben, good for him. Roman Oben and Howard were uh, ah. the same year in school. I think Roman's oh son went to... St. Peter's, uh, St. Peter's Prep, and Howard went to uh, St. Joe's in Montvale. So, yeah, so yeah. they had to play against yeah. each other often. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, a couple of weeks, aren't they? Ooh, yeah, yeah, a couple. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Is and that is that that's in uh, that's in Durham. Yes, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, right. I will I'll actually go down to that game. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, on to the Giants. Um, I'm going to differ with Charlie a little bit. Um, I will. I will not be shocked if the Giants win ten games. Okay. I, I think the roster. I think the roster is that good. See, this is um, why, Len. This I'll is go- why we have you after Charlie, yeah, so the, you can like bring just, the pendulum back, <laughs> bring it back to the middle, right? Just, just a fuse yeah. all oh, that. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's cool. He's he's right a lot of the time, though. He's right a lot of the time. That's um, if um, if Saquon uh, Howard, if if Saquon goes uh, for more than two thousand mm-hmm. total yards, I think we could win the division. Wow, if he has that kind of year, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I mean, I think he's, uh, you know, it's time for that kind of performance at a at a Saquon. But that would really be nice, boy. That would we this team would explode. Yeah, if Saquon I, would give us that kind of yardage. I think he has an opportunity because I think he can do it with less touches uh, than he had in the year before because there's just so many more yeah. weapons and there'll be you know there. You can't Good cover point. everybody. You can't be all in. You can't be nine, ten guys in the box like we saw sometimes. They're going to have to like spread out and actually play football now. Yeah, yeah. One one of the previous callers, you you know, you were talking about the schedule, breaking down the schedule. Mm-hmm. You could make a case. I don't necessarily want to fall into this camp, but you could make a case for the season actually starting on October twenty second at home against the Commanders. Ten games to go. Five of them in the division, and it could be that you know the closer we get to that October twenty second date, boy, that's really when this season starts with five division games left, starting with that one at home. I'm kind of thinking in that there. I haven't really fallen into that camp yet, but mm-hmm. I, I could see I could see how you could make a case for that. Could make a case. Yep. Hey, man. man well, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Howard. Say, you if, say? If, you, if you go down that path, that probably means that. You're thinking of losses, which means there's probably going to be some injured bodies, and that's probably why that's coming about. Yeah, we would. Yeah, okay. we, we don't want any injured bodies. No, no. We won't, we no, won't, I agree. If everybody's healthy and everybody's playing, you know, pretty well or at their best, it could be a lot different. I, I don't want to make yeah. any predictions because, yeah, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. I get you. But if we could be 3-3 three and three going into that 
that game against the Commanders. That would be a, wow. That would be very successful. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, we'd be on our we'd be on our mm-hmm. way. Hey, a couple of things I'm going to be looking for. I like your comments on on Sunday night, and I'm I'm looking forward to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be great. But when when I picked those binoculars up and put them to my eyes, uh, the first uh, sequence when the Giants are on defense, guys. Um, I'm really going to be looking. I mean, is it really going to be Trey Hawkins with a Doriot slot? Wow, I don't know if I'm ready for that, guys. Yeah. Oh, man. What do you think? I think that I'm not sure how they're going to run it. Uh, I don't know what personnel they'll have in the game, meaning Dallas. Uh, if it's a standard standard defense, I don't know who's going to be starting on the opposite side. It'll be Banks in, in either of Hawkins or Banks in and Adoree Jackson. I don't think Adoree. Yeah. I don't think Adoree cares mm-hmm. if he's inside or outside. I think yeah. I think Adoree will probably follow around Lamb because that's their you know their okay. their everything player. So yeah. if a Lamb goes to the outside, I think that Adoree follows him to the outside. I think that they'll just keep moving him around trying to trying to make sure that he's going. But that's that's what I would do. So, no, I'm not sure. I'm not. But, I'm not, I, but not I don't gonna... know. I don't know what Wink's gonna do. <laughs> but that's what I would. Do. I would. I would put yeah. my 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 guy that I could trust. You know that not that I don't trust the the, the two young guys. It'd be the yeah. guy that that I that wants to be on him, which they yeah. would all raise their hand to get on him probably. But I'm yeah. I'm gonna take the veteran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, is it okay to say Howard? Howard, is it okay for me to say that I don't trust the two young guys? You, you cannot trust them, but they, they look pretty. I mean, that, I guess yeah. that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, they, you know, I'm, they, I'm just look not ready. I'm just not, I'm just not ready to put Trey on the field yeah. starting Sunday night, that, that first series against the Cowboys. But I get I it. Mean, you know, change is scary. The youth is a little bit scary. But you know what? When they get out there, if they earn your trust on Sunday night, yeah. maybe. Hey, the coach you know. is no best. Yeah, exactly. The coach so, is no best. Sauce yeah, Gardner was a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Yep. And Hawkins, you know, Howard, an interesting thing. I during the draft, and and also, um, uh, yeah, when I'm watching, I'm watching the draft. They get to the seventh round, and I, uh, you know, the network I'm watching, and all of a sudden Trey Hawkins comes up, and the the only player they didn't have any film on. Of the 256 people, the 256 people drafted, the only person they didn't have film on was Trey Hawkins. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what did we – yeah, sixth-round pick. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but he was the only one they didn't show even a couple of plays on. Hey, um, let me me ask you one one more quick one. Um, I'm more comfortable with Ojolari and Thibodeau standing up in the defense. When, when I see them both with their hand in the ground in a 4-3 defense, Howard, mm-hmm. it, it makes me very nervous. I, I, I don't think they play the run as strongly with their hand in the ground than they do from the stand-up position. Can you mm-hmm. comment on that, please? Uh, playing the run is, is – thank, and thanks for thanks the call. Thanks for the call, in. I think playing the run is, is at 4-3. So just so everyone knows, 4-3 is four, four defensive, defensive linemen. You have two – Tackles, defense tackles inside, and you have a three and a, and a one or, or one and a zero technique, and you have the two guys on the outside to play close to the tackles, either just inside if the, if the linebacker's standing on the outside or he's playing outside of them. Mm-hmm. So four down linemen four down and linemen. three 
three linebackers, linebackers as opposed to a three four which is the inverse of that yeah three yeah. three four is three big guys three big guys the hand in the dirt linebacker. four guys yeah so, up. yeah so what happens in the in the four in the four three is that there's a middle backer who plays that's why they always call the mic and there's a weak backer that kind of plays Will. off that plays off the ball right the the strong side backer if he stands up and comes up on the line of scrimmage the guy who's playing defense puts his hand in the dirt. Mm-hmm. The backside defensive end always has his hand in the dirt. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying, like he'd rather see them with their hand in the dirt. The problem is that in Wink's defense, they're not always, they might look like they're in a 4-3, but they might be in a 3-4 depending on who's in the game, and that guy that's on the end of the line will drop into coverage. Right. So you, you just don't know. And they'll rush from that position too. So right. it's just, I, I would love to tell you that if you looked at it on film, you, you'd see it over and over. You'd know what they were doing, but you don't know exactly what they're doing no matter you know how they're, they're standing up. Yeah. And as far as playing the run, it's it's going to be based on not so much if he's standing up or, or if he's down. It's going to be based on like how the how the rest of the guys are playing. Right. Right. And all he has to do now is just set the edge. If he stands on the edge, we got a great middle backer now that makes a lot of tackles. <laughs> I don't have any notes on that one. Yeah, right? so they, you know? they probably don't have notes on him either. But I do there. get that point though, Len, because I mean, from a generic defensive standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, there's a difference with you know guys standing up versus hand in the dirt and, and his uh, aggressiveness, his mm-hmm. pressure. But you're right, Howard, as he points out, in Wink's defense, because of the way Wink disguises things and the Wink, the way that he wants to keep guessing. Mm-hmm. That's not really a defining factor no. and- of, of what kind of pressure they're sending and what kind of. Uh, and, and and for people who, who don't know, and from a person who blocked a lot of people, I could direct you when your hand was in the dirt. Right. Because that means you're going forward. Right. And I can direct you inside, outside, stand you up, throw you throw you down. If you're standing up, then I got to catch you. Right. And catch up to you. You're not usually doing it. And what, what he's referring to, he wants them to be coming upfield all the time as a defensive minded person sounds like he wants them to be penetrating and going forward all the time but you know going forward means you get directed and when you get directed you know you you make big bubbles and gaps big bubbles not <laughs> good uh nick bosa Kinda holding like out Pepsi. For con- yeah just like you and pepsi you and that mute <laughs> button over there uh just la di da looking around the room saying look okay where can we end this anyway uh 201-939-4513 we've got daz in la calling in on line three daz what's happening Hey, how you guys doing today? Very good, good. How are you? Good. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I got my predictions. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, can't wait. I would. I got us at um, winning ten games with the possibility of eleven and coming in second in the division. Ten games. Uh, hmm. Yeah, this is the. But this is solely based on um, us having good health. The health is the most important factor. Yeah. Um, to put it in perspective, if we go back to last season, I I would feel confident enough to say that we would we could we could have at least won one more game with McKinney not missing any games. That's I'm confident true. enough to say that we could have at least won one more game with Adori not injured. I'm confident enough to say that we could have at least won one more game with Aziz not in and out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for Wandell. The same thing goes for Sterling Shepard. The mm-hmm. same goes for Len- Bellinger. Neil Thibodeau, so it, it, it's really the most important factor, and it's really going to determine what the season is going to look like. Yeah. Um, and like I was just saying, if you really go back and you look at those games and you plug in one or two of those players that were missing in the lineup last year, mm-hmm. 
then it's the 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 season last year it has a, a, a different um has a, even look to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know that's the one thing you can't predict is the health of a player. I mean, it just I wish it was something we could go through and we could, oh, this guy's going to play at least 14 or 15 games and we know when he's going to get injured or whatever, but it, it just never happens that way. Some guys are, like, I played through injuries uh, through my career and sometimes I played with something that was a little probably more hurt than I should be playing and sometimes mm-hmm. I didn't. Like, somebody's like, well, that's, that the old expression was, are you injured or are you hurt? Right, right. Because <laughs> that's, that's a difference. That is a yeah, difference. Yeah, and that's the old days. The new, the new day is... We protect the players at all costs, and if they say they have something, whether they believe it or not, even if they don't say it, they have red hats out there to take you off the field. Right. Guys pop up really quick trying to pretend like they didn't get hit. Like, yeah. I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay. Like, hey, yeah, come over here. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> get in the tent. Let me look at you. So it's, it's a different world. Quality totally different. control. Well, it's different. also, too, because sometimes you got to protect you, protect you from yourself. Yeah, you right? kind of do. You can't. Uh, you got to be able to be mindful of the fact that these guys want to be on the field. Yeah. You want to be protecting your spot on the roster, your spot in the rotation. Yep. And sometimes it's like, okay, I get that. I get that you want to play, but we got to take care of you. Yeah. Long term. You're not looking long term here. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, Daz, Definitely. thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the call, my man. All right. Uh, Bill in Denver, he's got a bold prediction Uh-oh. as well on line one. Bill, what's happening? Hi, how's it going? Very good. good. How are you? Uh, doing well. Hanging out with my two month old today and figured I'd call in. Precious. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. So Teach have... him young. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, so I have a couple of predictions that I'd like to share. Okay. okay. Um, are they bold predictions? I feel like. Well, or, it's or are they like decide whether they're bold or not? <laughs> okay, uh, I'll tell you, and then you tell me if they're bold or not. Um, I feel like a lot has been made of uh, Daniel Jones only throwing 15 touchdowns last season. Mm-hmm. I think that this upcoming season he will throw at least 16 to backs and tight ends before oh. you even account for the touchdowns to wide receivers. So at Whoa. least 16. So we're just going tight nope. ends nope. and running backs. So that that means we'll have 16 receiving touchdowns. If, That's not including the yep. rushing touchdowns. That's not including the handoff. No. Correct. And then he's saying the wideouts. Wow. That's not including the wideouts. Wow. So that's, that, that is a bold prediction. That's, that's a bold prediction. I will give that bold and underlined, actually. That, that's pretty. That's All right. 16 touchdowns to backs, to backs and tight ends. And tight ends only. Yep. I mean, so is there like, are you thinking like, okay, Waller's going to have like 10 of those or? Oh, let's think, let's I think he'll account for half of them. Yeah. I think he'll, I think he'll get eight. I think Bellinger's, Bellinger's good for a few and Saquon's going to get a few. Yeah. And maybe, maybe sprinkle in a gray or a breeder. Um, that's like true. A that, you know what? Never. That's a great prediction. That's a really strong. <laughs> that's a strong, bold prediction. I Bill. like that. I like that one. Okay. All right. All right. Add it to the sheet. What else right. you got? You said you had a couple. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll follow up with. Um, you know, I'll preface this and say that I, I realize that Pro Bowl is one part popularity contest, one part performance on the field. Mm-hmm. But the perfect balance of the two. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had several Giants, though. And I think that this season uh, we could get five in the Pro Bowl. Five, five Giants. Giants there will be Pro Bowl players. Because last year it was just Saquon and Dex, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So who are the – Andrew who are... Thomas makes the leap for sure. Uh-huh. That's true. Because he was a snub last year. Okay. And then 
it's going to be, you know, it depends on who steps up here, but I think Darren Waller's perfectly capable of it. Okay, that's two. And then it's going to be some combination of uh, Daniel Jones with that great season I'm predicting for him, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby o- Bobby Okereke or Xavier McKinney. Wow. One of those guys. Okay. Wow. That's impressive. And so you like don't. Oh, all right. I like that one. Bill saying five yeah. Giants to the Pro Bowl this year. Well, and Giants fans, get in your Pro Bowl votes. Make sure you help out Bill with his bold prediction. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for it. I'm thinking. Thank that, you. I like that. Five guys. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Five Sweet. guys. Throw and then, prize with that, too. Um, one last thing just for this week. Okay. Okay. And so week one, I think, is a lot, all about well, not all. I mean, obviously the players got to play. Mm-hmm. But I think that the week on one matchups, coaching is really, really important. Mm-hmm. And so my bold prediction for this week is that at the end of the week, the Giants and the Commanders sit atop the NFC East at 1-0, and the Eagles and Cowboys both lose. I think the Eagles lose to Belichick. Ooh, interesting. Wow, that's another bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. Bill's getting bold with it. I respect that. It's a Tuesday morning. He's coming out swinging. Mm, Bills lose. (laughs) Let's see. Eagles lose to Patriots first game. Well, it was Belichick. You never know. Belichick's been playing mind (laughs) games. There was a period of time where Mac Jones was the only quarterback on that roster after cut day. That's true. Yeah, he's been just doing, he's making his own rules over there, and I respect it. Could be interesting. We'll Could see. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. I, mean, we'll I like see. that one. This is why we're going to be locked in on week one of the NFL season Definitely. this weekend. It's going to be a big game. It's going to be some, a lot of big games. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Great stuff, Bill. Thanks so much for the bold predictions. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Of Appreciate course, it. Yeah. of course. Enjoy the time with a two-month-old. <laughs> uh, some quality time with the fam. 201-939-4513. Speaking of coaching, though, one of the storylines I think people are going to be monitoring as well this weekend, Jalen Hyatt, Giants rookie wide receiver, mm-hmm. speedster, fast guy. A lot of um, fuss was made about that video of Cowboys wide receivers coach Robert Prince, you know, kind of having notes on, okay, well, what kind of what kind of route runner are you? Calling him a one trick pony. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And I think I'm wondering if, you know, if you're Jalen Hyatt, does that matter to you? I mean, I, we talked about the Colorado game, mm-hmm. um, the college game earlier in the show today, yep. and how uh, Shador Sanders was saying, hey, I remember when the TCU offensive coordinator wouldn't give me the time of day, so I wanted to put, go out on the field and show them <laughs> show what I'm working with here. I mean, if do you think Jalen Hyatt's following this away and being like, all right, let me show you what kind of route tree I can do? I don't know. I mean, like it, it depends on like how mad the person made you, if, right. if you take it personal or not, or if... Um, uh, here's a great one. When I when I was like coming out and doing all the tests for the coaches and the teams, one particular team, like you know, they were there to see my roommate. They were there there to see De- Derek Thomas. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Go see Derek. That's great. Yeah. And they're like, Howard, we need you to work out. You know, show us some stuff and blah blah. blah. And they're like, then Jimmy Johnson says to me, he goes like, he goes, well, you know, you, I don't know how fast you are. I don't know, you know, maybe just want to draft you. You know, hopefully you'll you know have a have a chance in the league. I'm like, hopefully. <laughs> like no. that's kind of funny. That's cute, coach. That's and then, cute. And then Derek tells him like, "Yeah, you probably don't want to make him mad." He goes like, oh, "Yeah, okay." And then the first time we played Dallas, I crushed their linebackers, and I walked by and I said, "Hey, coach, good to see you." <laughs> the next time we played him, I would just continuously talk to him on the sideline every time we'd run a a sweep in his direction, or if they threw me the ball, just to make sure he remembered that he was talking to me. But that was because 
it was personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if Hyatt, it's like the Jordan meme, and yeah, I took that personally. Yeah, but, right? but but Hyatt has a different kind of like spot. Like he wants to be, he wants to catch the ball, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. He can run some hot routes if he get if he gets his hands on the ball, then he shows out. But if he runs a streak and blows by a guy and catches a touchdown, that's great. But it doesn't prove his point. If he goes up and runs a nice route and, and loses a guy and then catches the ball. Like the the route where he had a touchdown in the preseason where he, right. where he made one move, the guy looked back when he looked back when he looked up, high was standing in the end zone. Right. That's gonna impress coaches. But again, they're gonna be like, Well, it's just a deep ball. So that that's why if he's gonna go run routes, you know, he can perfect his routes just we gotta catch it when he comes out of the break and get get going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think like I, I think that's kind of one of those mindsets you've got as a professional athlete, as somebody who's playing at this level, is like, Okay, let me let me yeah. continually week in and week out. You always want to, as we say, you always put put your audition tape together because you never know what next week brings. You never know <laughs> what next week brings. I can't believe we are so close to game day. I feel like we've been talking about what we're going to see this season forever. Yeah. And now we are just five sleeps away from Sunday night football. <laughs> or wait, four. Wait, because it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I just, get, I, just caught five on, sleeps. I just caught on to the sleeps thing. I'm like, what is she talking about? Yeah, five <laughs> sleeps away. You, got, you go to sleep five times and after five sleeps, it's game day. I don't know. I take naps, so like I'm not really sure how all this right, sleep yeah. thing is going. Like, yeah, then that, <laughs> That's yeah. the rest of my math. I don't know how to do the math. My math on how many sleeps you are away from it is going to be like your math and figuring out how many sacks the Giants are going Actually going to bed or on my couch or like what, what's happening with these Or sleep? just dozing off a little bit with a cigar in your hand. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't set myself on fire. I'm oh, yeah. No, no. Nervous. Don't do that. Don't do that. Fire hazard. Uh, all right. Sunday night football. One player you've got your eye on. For the entire night, one player. Yeah, one player you are most looking forward to seeing on this field Sunday night. Hmm, one player. Simmons. Simmons? Oh, that would be a good one, yeah. I think that he's going to be an element to the game uh, for Wink Week's defense that's going to ratchet it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to be, like I said, he is going to luckily shot out of a cannon. He's going to be moving so fast. It's going to be interesting to see how what Dallas has to do to like, you know, mm -hmm. confront and get in front of him and slow him down. When he starts to doing all that, then they're gonna pull guys away from Mojolari and Thibodeau. Yeah. So it's gonna it's that's going to be, you know, and the balls are gonna be coming out quick. The ball's gonna be coming it's not gonna be deep routes, it's gonna be short inside routes and quick slants and everything. And that brings into those young corners and, and, and the safety. And which means McKinney could have a stellar day because that leads to tip balls and you know, you're throwing over Dexter Lawrence and and big and the big cat in there, and they're both like six eight. <laughs> I'm just joking; they're like six six. But you're throwing over two giant guys, and if you get they get they get their hands up and tips the balls, it could be an interesting night. Could be an interesting night indeed. Uh, I've also got my eye on Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Sterling Shepard, because you know, number one, this is the longest tenured giant on this mm -hmm. roster. But number two, I mean, you remember that uh, Dallas game is when he went out with that ACL injury last year. So yeah. he's getting back on the field, kind of picking up where he left off mm -hmm. after that incredible recovery. And you know, he was having a strong start of the season. He had a really good game against Tennessee in That's week true. one. Um, and so I'm just looking forward to seeing him get back out there because he's just one of those feel good guys too. Mm -hmm. You know, he's yeah. he's a guy that you it's easy to root for. Um, Shep's going to be a great one, but yeah. So in Paris, I want to see Paris. In Paris, yeah. I mean, all these wide receivers. It's just, it's just, I mean, I know some of the, the obvious names, but Paris is a good is a name to like. Okay, let's see what this kid does. Like, let's see how really. 
because he's fast. Like yeah. we see him making quick moves and running and running all these precise routes when, with rhythm and stuff. I like to see him go deep a couple times and see what happens. That, right. That's why I'm saying is like it's like we got three guys that can burn it down the field at the same time. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we really only saw a very limited amount of of except, except for every day in practice. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean that's different. Like of mm-hmm. what this offense looks like against another team mm-hmm. in that one series. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited to be here every Tuesday with you throughout the regular season too on Big Blue Kickoff Live. That's Howard Cross. I'm Madeline Burke. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of BBK, which is a part of the Giants podcast platform. Everywhere, giants.com slash podcast. Let us know what you think. Like, comment, subscribe, all of it. Tweet at us at Howard Cross 87 at Madeline Burke, hashtag Giants chat. Thanks so much for tuning in today and we'll see you next week. And the guys will be back tomorrow with more BBK. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.